doors, had not brought himself to knock on mine. Not that I wanted him to, or would know what to do if he did. Are you dizzy from being flung into my world like this? I feel the same way every morning when I open my eyes to find I'm still me, still here. Outside, the late December sunlight, as thin and gray as dishwater, had faded rapidly to a darkness seen nowadays only in rural areas, which I was in. Why are you avoiding this? In general, Rain kept his emotions under very tight control, but I knew what he could be like. For the first hundred years of my existence, Rain and his clan had terrorized my homeland of Iceland, as well as Russia and northern Scandinavia, earning himself the title Butcher of Winter. I hadn't known it was him back then, of course, just that the raiders were bloodthirsty savages responsible for looting, pillaging, raping, and burning dozens of villages to the ground. Now, the butthead of winter slept two rooms away from me. He did farm chores and set the table for dinner and a bunch of other homey things. It was positively creepy and, of course, meltingly attractive. But I still found it impossible to believe that his current civilized status couldn't just be ripped away like wet tissue paper, revealing the marauder I knew was still inside. I filled up the glass jar carefully tipped the bag back onto the work table, and screwed the lid on the jar. A handful of snarky, sarcastic retorts hovered on my lips. And just two months ago, I would have been flinging them at him the way James Bond's car spews nails. But I was trying to grow, to change. As nauseatingly cliched as that was, and as wretchedly painful and difficult as it was proving to be, still, I was here. And as long as I was here... I had to keep trying. What a revolting notion. I prefer to avoid things, I said truthfully while I tried to come up with something stronger. You can't avoid this. You can't avoid me. He was so close that I could sense the heat of his body through his flannel shirt. I knew beneath that shirt lay hard, smooth, tanned skin. Skin that I had touched and kissed. I felt an almost irresistible longing to press my face against his chest, to let my fingers trace the eternal burn scar I knew was there, the burn that matched the one I had on the back of my neck, the one I'd kept hidden for more than four centuries. I could if you left me alone, I pointed out irritably. He was quiet for a moment, and I felt his golden eyes raking my face. I'm not going to leave you alone. Promise? Threat? You decide. I was saved from having to come up with a more worthy defense by the sound of voices coming toward the kitchen from the dining room. This house, River's Edge, had once been a Quaker meeting house. The downstairs had a couple offices, a small workroom, a front parlor, a large plain dining room, and this, a somewhat inadequate kitchen that had last been updated in the 1930s. Before this, my most recent living situation had been an expensive, much-in-demand flat in London, with amazing views of Big Ben and the Thames. I'd had a doorman, maid service, and a catering kitchen right downstairs. But my life here was... better. Like I said, everyone here is immortal. And a fun bunch we are, too. Actually, not really, considering we were all here because our lives were grievously flawed in many unique ways. There is, in fact, a river, of River's Edge. She's the oldest person I've ever met, born in 718 in Genoa, Italy, back when it still had a king of its own. Even among immortals, we were like, whoa. 
She owns this place, rehabs immortals who are wrestling with their darker inclinations, and is pretty much the only person in the world that I even halfway trust. I myself am 459 years old, though I have the looks, and apparently the maturity, of a 17-year-old. Rain is 470. He looks like a very hot 20. The swinging door pushed open and Anne, Bryn, and River came in, talking and laughing, their cheeks pink from the cold air outside. They were carrying bags of groceries, which they set down on various counters. We produced most of our own food, actually, but River still bought the occasional items from the one grocery store in town, Pitson's. And I said, is that a mustache? Anne said, and the others almost collapsed with laughter. And if she could have killed me, she would. River leaned against the kitchen counter and wiped tears out of her eyes. Rain muttered something and left through the outside kitchen door, going out into